bestie, welcome back to your Orthodox Besties podcast. We are your hosts, Miriam and Mary, and we're so glad you're here tuning into candid conversations about your burning questions. If you're new to the podcast, this is a hotline style show for youth and young adults, meaning you write in your questions and we discuss them here in a short, sweet, and significant dialogue. Through our faith, experience, and knowledge, we hope to challenge your thoughts, encourage you to better understand yourself, and help you see the value you bring to this world as Christ intended. Please remember that every situation is unique to its circumstances, and our answers are not meant to be prescriptive in any way. And with that in mind, let's dive in to today's question. Okay, and we're on our final question on our friendship theme. This question is actually quite awesome, and I'm actually really excited to dive into it. So it goes, if a friend needs a lot of support, but you yourself are struggling with your own mental health and cannot balance your needs and theirs, what should you do? Yeah, what a great, great question for the person who asked this, like... Wow. Okay. First off, if I can just jump in. Of course. Who is not struggling with mental health in some capacity at this point? You know, with everything that's been going on, like I'm not even talking just about COVID, but life in general, like there's so much happening. And I don't care how happy and put together people look from the outside every single person you meet is struggling in some way. So this is such an important question for that reason alone. Just acknowledging that we're all going through something, right? Yep. Everyone has something that they're carrying or something that they're struggling with. And mental health is something that we always need to take care of. So I'm glad that you can identify that you are struggling with your mental health and recognizing that in yourself, that you are maybe mentally exhausted or mentally burnt out which is awesome, like that you took that step back and acknowledged it is such a great first step. Okay, so I think the first question that we probably need to think about here is what should I do if I am struggling with my mental health before we can even answer the question about how to support my friend's needs, right? If I am realizing, you know, whether it's anxiety or depression or just feeling like, low motivation, don't want to get out of bed in the morning, don't feel um, like there's anything that I'm working towards, no goals, you can't uh, stay in the moment, or I'm constantly thinking about all the terrible things that could happen, what do I do? Or even if you're just simply not feeling yourself, Mm -hmm. if you're like, something's wrong, I'm not being my bubbly self, or I'm not thinking the way I normally think, or I took a very impulsive decision when I'm normally not like that. So if you're just noticing that you're off just a little bit or something's not right, what do you do? How do you take care of that? Again, first step is acknowledging it. So Mm A1, like great, great, great that you're doing that. Um, And then I think you need to start thinking about if you're analyzing your own mental health, what do I do when I'm well? What do Mm -hmm. I do to make myself well? Right. Mm -hmm. Like when I'm in a really good place, what things am I doing Mm -hmm. that bring me that happiness or that bring me to that stability? What is it? Mm -hmm. And start acting on that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I love that you started with that because there's nothing wrong with 
being a little bit selfish first. And I don't even mean to call it selfishness because that's not what I think it is, but it's about acknowledging that you can't help other people until you feel like you are in a place where you can help yourself. And so, for example, for some people, it's, you know, working out. For some people, it's about setting goals. For some people, um, you know, it's about getting into uh, a, a hobby or a practice that they are engaged in, that they really feel like this brings out the best part of me. And can I get myself back into those things right now? Yeah. And it could be as simple as like, I need to be outdoors at least once a day, right? Like Mm -hmm. just the simple things that you do when you're feeling the best version of yourself, do those things and they will help you come back. Especially a lot of us are doing online schooling right now, right? So we're not doing our regular hobbies we're not leaving our homes for any particular reason unless it's like for work or for a service or whatever it might be or seeing our friends so what are the things that you do when you are at your best what is that like what sports are you playing what what events are you participating in who are you seeing what is that that is making you at your best that is a great point actually who are you spending your time with because the question itself sort of implies that there's someone in your life who's really struggling right now, which which is tough when someone, especially if they're really close to you, is struggling consistently with their mental health. While I obviously, you know, my heart goes out to that person, I also have to ask myself, is my interaction with this person bringing me down, right? Because if it's bringing me down, then not only am I not going to be a very good use to this person, I'm also not going to be in a a good mental state of mind for myself. So, and I think it's really hard actually to be around someone who is constantly, um, you know, struggling or negative or uh, down when there's not really much that you can do to help cheer of them up. Course. It's so draining and it can be really hard to, to watch. And that's okay to admit. That doesn't mm-hmm. make you a bad person to admit that. It's not like you're wishing harm on this person. It's not like you're wishing that, that they would stop complaining. That's not what you're wishing on them. You want the best for this person. You want the best for their life and their mental health and their state of mind. But you being in that and hearing that all the time can definitely affect you. Who you surround yourself by and what you're constantly seeing and hearing definitely affects your mental state as well. Yeah. And I don't necessarily think the solution is to cut the person out of your life oh, or anything. Of course like not. I'm yeah. not saying, oh, you know, if you're around a bunch of negative people, like you just need to find new friends. That is not at all what I'm mm-hmm. saying. But if you acknowledge that being around somebody is very draining, you need to sort of fill your cup in a different way and energize yourself to counteract that. So for example, if you come back from your interaction with this person feeling completely drained, what are you doing for yourself then mm-hmm. to make sure that their mood is not affecting you so that you can actually then think about how you can help support them as opposed to then struggling more with your own feelings and, and emotions. Of course. And I think it's also important to say that if you're recognizing that every time you're leaving that interaction, you're feeling a little worse, like mentally or emotionally, whatever it might be, or you're starting to see a negative outlook on everything around you and you're like, oh yeah, that really does suck. Or yeah, the situation is really difficult. And I have something similar in my life. When before that you didn't used to think that way or you didn't used to see those things as negative, then 
as bad as this might sound, you might need to limit how often you're interacting with that person. Mm -hmm. Again, you don't wish any harm on this person. We love them. We want them to do well. But if I'm constantly talking to them every single day and the constant energy that I'm getting or the constant mental state that they're in is very negative and down, Mm -hmm. then obviously that's going to affect me. Like, There's no denying that. I don't think anyone who's in that situation can be like, no, but I'm like totally fine. Like, I don't, I think you'd be lying to yourself if that was the situation. So you need to step back and be like, okay, so how much of this can I handle per day, per week, per hour, right? Like just ask yourself that question. How much of that can I handle? And you adjust it accordingly. You're going to be that supportive friend. You're going to care for this person. But how frequently do I need to be there? How frequently do I need to hear these things? Yeah. And I think making those decisions and setting those boundaries for yourself. My favorite word. Your favorite word. (laughs) We knew we weren't going to get through this question without that word. Yeah. Because I love it too. Um, But deciding, okay, if I do decide, you know what? When I hang out with this person more than twice a week, that's when I really feel like it's too hard to re-energize. Then it becomes your challenge to then say no when that person asks you to hang out three times a week. And that's the hard part of all of this is that it's not selfish to say no when you've decided, okay, this is what I can offer and still be able to take care of myself and my mental health while still supporting this person in a capacity that will be helpful for them, but is also not disrespecting my boundaries. Of course. And, and you don't actually have to communicate that, right? Like you don't have to tell the person like what you're going through is way too much. And I can't, I can't listen to it anymore. I can't be there anymore. Like that is not something that you need to communicate, right? Like you, you just reflect, you decide what is the appropriate amount of time that you can spend with this person and listen to these things. You do the best you can when you're with them or when you're talking to them. And then when you can't, you just remove yourself quietly, right? And of course, of course, if you are seeing that they really need that support and you're not capable of providing it, reach out to others. Reach out to others and provide them with the resources that could help them with that, right? Like whether it be an adult in their life that you think could support them Mm -hmm. or a servant or um, another friend that might have gone through something that is similar, right? Like reach out to people, whether it's a medical professional, if you know of a medical professional or if you know someone who knows a medical professional that could assist with the situation, reach out. Provide them with all those resources And I know, based on the question, I know that you genuinely care about this friend. So if you're providing these resources to them and you're telling them, like, I really care about you and I really want these things to get figured out, here is what I can offer. And it's through resources, then that's what you can offer. And that's still showing them love and that's still showing them kindness. You're not neglecting them. You're not leaving them alone. It's just what you can provide. Yeah, exactly. And You know, I think what you can provide often changes with the situation that you're in too. So for example, let's say someone you're really close with is going through a very difficult time in their life. Like it's a circumstance, whether it's, you know, maybe a a loss in their family or, um, you know, a a breakup or uh, just something that's really devastating for them. The amount of support that you might be able to provide in like the first, you know, couple of weeks, for example, after they're dealing with this issue might be a bit more than you would normally provide. And I think 
there's nothing wrong with that as long as you feel like you can provide that support and still take care of yourself. But I do think that the question does have to be looked at a bit differently when this person is needing you all the time and without necessarily having any specific, uh, you know, situations or circumstances, but they're just dependent on you. So for example, the moment they feel, you know, upset or lonely or scared, they pick up the phone and call or they're expecting you to drop everything and be there all the time. I think that is a bit of a dangerous situation because you're developing a dependency there that you can't maintain. Even in the closest of relationships, there is no one person who's going to be able to meet all your needs. So I think it's about acknowledging too whether this person's expectations of you are realistic and maybe having that conversation and saying, you know, you may need to have to say at some point, look, this is what I can offer. And if you're looking for more support than this, you know, you may need to go to other people. And I'm not saying it that formally, obviously, when you have a relationship with someone, it's going to be a lot more natural and, and, and genuine, but it's also coming from a place of, you know, this is what I can offer and this is what I can't offer. And, you know, I want to support you, but I also need to take care of myself. And again, that goes back to the boundaries, right? And when we set those boundaries initially, if you were there all the time and you were that support system all the time and you all of a sudden are creating a boundary as to how many times you're going to see them or how often you're going to talk to them, they're not going to like that. And Mm -hmm. it's okay. And you will feel crummy about it and you will feel guilty about it, but you shouldn't. Boundaries are so important in setting in friendships and relationships in families. We are constantly setting boundaries for ourselves, for our mental health. And without those boundaries, this is how we get impacted Mm -hmm. by all these things that surround us. So if they do get upset about the new boundary that you're setting, or if they do get upset about the new circumstances that are happening, that's okay. Don't blame yourself. Don't feel guilty about it. You need to take care of yourself in order to be able to take care of others. Your cup needs to be full so that it can overflow into others. And that's something that I think is so important to keep in mind. Yeah, I totally agree. I feel like the one thing that I want to just add um, before we wrap things up here is that everything we've just talked about applies to the kind of mental health issues that um, are not life-threatening. So obviously, if you're dealing with a situation where your friend is expressing any sort of suicidal ideation or if they're harming themselves or if this is really kind of over your head here, you need to be able to say, okay, this is not just um, a conversation I'm going to have every now and then with this friend to support them. That's when you really need to kind of reach out for medical support or or talk to someone that you trust or that they trust to make sure you're getting them the help that they need. So that is a whole other ball game. And I just didn't want to ignore that. Yeah. Um, And there's no shame in that, right? Asking for help. There's no shame in that. Um, Looking for resources. There's no shame in that. Do what you think your friend needs in that moment. And eventually, whether they reject it initially because they're like, no, I don't need that. Or I don't need that kind of help. I just, I need you to listen. I think eventually they will accept that help and just keep that in mind. Pray for them. Pray together. Prayer is so powerful. So do whatever you are capable of doing to support this friend and do not feel like it's solely your responsibility for their mental health to get better. Yeah, 
And that is a perfect wrap on this question. So we'll see you next week. Thanks again for tuning in today. Just a reminder that if anything we've said resonated with you, be sure to take a moment to reflect and pray. If you need more guidance or support, please seek out a trusted friend, family member, mentor, or mental health professional. None of the views expressed during this recording are the official stance of the Orthodox Church. And on that note, we're your hosts, Miriam and Mary, and it was so great catching up with you today. Till next time, love you, bestie.